pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can um, always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. We have uh, some big news on this uh, Monday, uh, again, good afternoon, everyone, is uh, fast developing stories. We're going to have some updates on some of the stories that we're going to um, update you with and, and tell you all about. Again, I want to um, also say good afternoon to everybody tuning in, part of our live stream that we have going. Uh, if you want to watch the video stream of the program, we have that going on the Facebook page. It's Sean DePietro show on Facebook, and uh, everyone can, in fact, uh, tune in on that. As well, this portion of the program, folks, it's brought to you by Stop In and See Them. What a delightful weather week it's going to be. And of course, I'm talking about PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. I mean, today, this week, all week long, look at this, getting up into the 80s on Wednesday and Thursday, and just delightful weather. This is incredible weather 73 degrees, 74, depending on where you are, 75 tomorrow. Pop in and see them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Folks, they are open for the season. And I just saw them yesterday. It's just such, um, I'm so glad to see it. Right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And they have tropical plants, hibiscus bushes, mandevillas, annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're local. You're shopping local. And this is a family-run business. 295-4399. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. It's everyone at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, if you uh, check out the website, topetro.com, which has been very active and busy, uh, you're going to notice some stories. And especially I'm going to get to a lot of people are buzzing about the Senator Mack interview that I did at the scene of the latest uh, shooting that happened on Saturday in the city. We're going to uh, play some of that for you. But again, topetro.com. And remember, which is sponsored by... You know, we have great sponsors on the website. You could be one of them, but it's by J. Freitas Construction. If you need a handyman, there's a direct link right at the website, 837-4545. Call Jamie. Deck staining, basic handyman surfaces, home or business, interior painting. Always good to have a handyman. Contact Jamie, 837-4545. So, uh, just to bring everybody up to speed, and folks, we'd like to... Give you the latest, and I'll tell you some other things that are going on in the city. Boy, who knew that we had uh, sleeper cells? Four men have now been arraigned in the gang shootout that injured nine in Providence. (coughs) This just happened within the hour. Four men arraigned multiple felony charges for allegedly ambushing a rival gang members in the brazen shootout Thursday injured nine people. This is Amanda Milkovitz with the Boston Globe. Four suspects also injured. When at least two of the people they targeted shot back, gunfire between the GMF Street Gang, also known as Get Money Family. Now, they're based on the South Side. And the Lakeside Gang members on the porch of 87 Carolina Avenue, Washington Park, littered the street, 51 shell casings. Special Assistant Attorney General Ed Mullaney said in district court Monday. So think of this. That's district court. The coordinated attack with four fire alarms escalated into a shootout. So, Ricardo Talhada, 20 years old, 
Jordani Brito, 20. Ronaldo Rivera, 19. George Rios, 18. Each charged three counts of felony assault, three counts of conspiracy using a firearm while committing a crime of violence, using a pistol without a license, and misdemeanor charge of firing in a compact area. Brito came into court with his left arm bandaged in a sling, accompanied by his lawyer, John Cicilline, who argued Brito had a construction job, lived with his mother. Judge set bail at 75000 Rivera, whose left wrist was bandaged, posted 100000 through a bondsman. Rios was listed being in Rhode Island Hospital, in police custody, was being arraigned by video. Judge set $25,000 bail for Tejada, was being held as a violator of his bail from last month. State police charged him with possession of a ghost gun, having a prohibited weapon. Eight people shot Thursday, including a woman next to the porch. And a ninth man was injured by something other than a bullet. The shootout terrified neighbors, alarmed residents off of Allen's Avenue, Washington Park. Also previewed a deadly weekend. Man was shot to death in his vehicle in Oneyville Friday night. Two more people were shot, wounded in the Mount Home section, which is um, uh, Camp Street, right over the weekend. Marked a year. Police have seized twice as many firearms using crimes than usual, including eight seized from the House 87 Carolina Avenue Thursday night. And then you had the congressional delegation and also Governor McKee, Attorney General Peter Narona, Public Safety Minister Stephen Perry called a news conference at the Nonviolence Institute to prevent further gun violence. But I, I don't think uh, so. Th- this is obviously very significant and it's, it's all still being kind of uh, filtered out here folks um, on exactly how this is going. This is obviously very serious charges and we're still getting more details on it and I want to bring the latest. And then, you know, this didn't happen overnight. This is the result of a lot of the changes that Mayor Alorza has made in the city and just the fact that in many ways police are handicapped um in, in trying to deal with a lot of this and have their hands tied in different ways. Um, I, I don't understand <laughs> this whole gender thing. I'm looking at something on Twitter. Girl power at this morning's press conference. You know, I don't understand why the female reporters feel the need to. Why, why, what is the difference? But what is this gender thing? Girl power. Just girls at the press conference. Which is this this gender? Uh, this gender agenda, I should say. Um, and and why it is like so wildly important. And they're always, I don't understand. You never see that of like male reporters saying just the men. He, you know, I, I don't. It seems very, very important to some of these individuals to always be um to always be putting out and putting that stuff out. Uh, and I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, apparently it's very important to some people. But uh, but these, this situation and then some of the sound I'm going to bring you from with what happened um, today with this, I, I, I don't know, the, the, this business of the Institute for, for Nonviolence. I, I, um, I, I respect the person that runs it. But what you have right now, no one will talk about some of the obvious things that are that are happening. And I don't think, 
you know, some of the buzzwords. We need to get all the guns off the street. You, you need real law enforcement. And I know that some people don't understand that. And you even have some individuals um, that continue to say, well, you know, it's not working the way it is now. And so we need something to change. But this goes back to, and it's something that a, a lot of um, the people that are in power right now, and it has to do with Providence passed the ordinance welcoming, welcoming gang members to this city. This really has to do with the fact that the Providence City Council voted. They gave passage to the Community Safety Act, an ordinance curb profiling by the city's police. So that was done by the Providence City Council. Specifically, specifically um, gives criminals and gang members... What it did was they voted, approved the ordinance. Hundreds of supporters, Mayor Lorza, City and Tiny, signed it into law. So what happened was is they don't allow the police to continue to collect a database and enable to build. You know, anyone, if you've ever seen Homeland, they have like the chart. If you've ever seen, um, you know, the Sopranos or anything when they're going after organized crime, they have the wall of who are these people, who do they report to, uh, a photo of who they are, anyone that's, you know, tracking anything like that. And and instead, you know, some of the things they took away with traffic stops couldn't be used, probable call. Um, police cannot ask for identification more than once. Uh, police may not photograph anyone below the age of 18. And if it is, it has to be destroyed in 90 days. Police cannot inquire about someone's immigration status. Uh, There's an appeal process. Anyone listed as a gang member, not to be listed as a gang member. Uh, If an individual has no convictions within two years and the name is placed on a gang's list, it's then removed. So is there any, there should be no surprise that so many of the problems that have taken off in the SETI is the fact that they really have hampered the ability of police to, you know, go after this, to really investigate this. Now, I want to get to um, a lot of people are buzzing about this. I interviewed that progressive Senator Tierra Mack at the scene. And let me play a little bit. This was... Um, so, on Saturday. Now, is uh, is this uh, more of the cause you were saying about the shooting the other day on uh, Carolina Avenue about it's because of bot, uh, poor water and asthma? I mean, there's a lot of systemic issues that lead to it. This is a community that is still fighting for quality education. Uh, just this week, we had a principal resign. There are many systemic issues that are not just about the guns that are on the street. What are about families who want access to housing, who don't have hope, who want access to jobs. And Isn't this about criminals? This is not about criminals. This is not about criminals. Like the shooting the other night is not about criminals? Criminals don't just appear out of nowhere. They come from systemic problems. Right. But in order to solve it for the residents, shouldn't the city have the gang database reinstated? I don't believe so. I think we don't. Invest, I think we need to invest more into the communities. 
But what, what, but what would be the harm in knowing who some of the criminals are in the community? What would be the harm in preventing someone from a life of gang activity by giving them access to affordable housing, quality jobs, wages, and hope. Let me just stop the tape for a moment. Folks, I, I wanna under, want you to understand the nature of, of what's going on here. And that is that this is the state senator. She lives there. So on Saturday, there was a gang shooting in Pawtucket. A member of a gang called Bucket West. He is in broad daylight. Boom. <laughs> they roll up on him and take him out. We don't know who did it. That remains unsolved. He's a member of Bucket West. The members of Bucket West think that it's a gang called Eastside. And it's really in the Mount Hope Camp Street area of Providence, which they call themselves Eastside. They're, you know, they're the farthest thing from Blackstone Boulevard, but anyhow. So they roll up to the playground on Camp Street, Billy Taylor Playground. Where last June, Governor Mundo held a press briefing and removed the name Plantation from Rhode Island. And they see two members from Eastside that I'm told were even there with their children, by the way. And they bring them over and they're asking them about the car and boom, they open fire on them. Now, we don't know, as far as I know, we still don't know if in fact... The members of Eastside were responsible for the shooting in Bucket West. There was another shooting in Pawtucket last night. Two guys, hoodies roll up on a female this time, which we believe, I'm told, has some connection to Bucket West and feel that somehow it could have been. I I don't know all the circumstances of that, but I've heard it's gang related. But as we're talking, this state senator, Tara Mack, we are right across is where the two people shot. I mean- Talk about like completely useless. Have you heard anything she talk about that would remotely come in handy in trying to stop that? I mean, it seems pretty simple. And right now it's 1220. Folks, when you back up, you can tie gang activity increased when the Providence City Council Mayor Lorza took out the teeth, allowing police to track gang members. So much that when you have a shooting like Thursday... It's not easy to identify everyone because they're not allowed to anymore. I mean, does that make sense to anyone? Now, keep in mind, what what they're employing here was exactly, or part of, I should say, almost identical to what happened in the United States that led us to 9-11. Which is whole business of you can't profile and you had, you know, obviously all these terrorists in the country and you can't profile them. They want to get an airplane and all this other stuff. Or they want to figure out how to steer a 747. You can't profile these people. And then that led to that. Well, now you have, no, you can't track gang members. I mean, does that make sense to anyone? But what you're hearing, she won't in any way give an inch that their policies are, are hurting and endangering the entire community. Now, again, I have this on the website, petro.com People are buzzing about it. I've heard from so many different people that said, you know, thank God you're asking her these things. Because, folks, again, the media, they never question. Look at a local member of the media. They're there at a 
at a gun violence um, gathering, and they're posing for pictures with the title Girl Power. Like, where's the priority? Where is the professionalism? Wow. This is why. You know, no one's asking the questions of something like that. Girl power. All right, let's go back. This is Senator Tierra Mack. She wants to abolish the police across from where she is. What about someone that says, hey, it's Saturday. I want to bring my grandchild to the playground to play. I want to bring my kids to the play. No, you can't. No, it's closed off because two people were shot. Broad daylight. One o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, someone was shot and killed in only the last night. Do you know that? So we had eight people shot on Thursday night, a fatality last night, and two people shot here. Don't you think this is a time for something automatic to be done? Yeah, and I think this... What you're talking about, that's more of society adjusting things. I think things. affordable housing and indefinite affordable housing can be automatic. There have been people who've been fighting for it, like myself, at the State House this year. I mean, this is your neighborhood, Camp Street. Yes. So now, but right now, what is your reaction? And again, folks, with us is uh, Senator Tierra Mack. Um, right now, Tara, I'm sorry, Tierra. Pronounce it one more time. Tiara. 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 Fine. Um, Providence is right now the largest outdoor shooting range in the, in the state. Yes, it's unfortunate. Now, listen, I meant that as like some people don't get that. I was I was trying to lighten the mood here a little bit. You have turned the city of Providence into the largest outdoor shooting range in the state of Rhode Island based on your policies. I And she just answers yes. That's unfor- unfortunate. All right, it continued. Some people didn't get that. People are commenting. She didn't say that. I said that. God, some people stay with us. I think that's a great line. Providence, come to Providence, largest outdoor shooting range in the state, in New England. All right, it continues now. This, she is a socialist, far left progressive. So why not why not more effective, aggressive policing? Because that won't solve the reasons why there are people on the streets to begin with. Right, but it'll make people safer. They didn't prevent the shooting, the 11 shootings that happened in the last three days. The police have not prevented those 11 shootings of young people and family members who've been shot in the last few days. Let me stop the tape. Police haven't stopped that. You don't hear any accountability within the community. She doesn't even mention the fact they have taken the teeth away where police are not able to, allowed to, track gang members. And these, this is gang activity. You have a gang war going on. And what, what does she expect? Police are supposed to prevent it? She was one, I don't know if exactly she was one of the ones. But you have progressive Democrats encouraging kids, abolish the police, defund the police, blank the police. As a result of that, those actions have consequences. So when there's crime, what do you think happens? People don't call the police. They don't cooperate with the police. They don't call the police. You know, the fact that these members, these gang members thought that their fellow gang member was shot by a rival gang. If you're teaching people, you can't count on the police. Don't cooperate with the police. We need to abolish the police. Then... It leads to people then taking actions into their own hands. Folks, in other words, if your shed caught on fire, if you don't have a fire department, that leads you to try to put the shed out, right? The the fire out. 
Imagine if you didn't have a fire department and suddenly you're working in your shed out in the back or garage and suddenly, my God, there's a small fire. Now, if you don't have a fire department, you get a hose and you try to battle it, right? Now, now everyone would just call 911. But they're creating an atmosphere where they say, don't call the police. Abolish the police, defund. And the message that's sending is, hey, if you're upset, you got to take action. If you're upset with that rival gang, don't talk to the police. Don't get them involved. You take action. You go over there and straighten it out. That is exactly what she is encouraging. The people, and I will call them out on it, the people that are calling for defund, abolish the police are encouraging more violence. And what is so despicable is they're doing it with children. And you, those that elected representatives, they were activists. Now they're elected representatives and teachers telling the kids, walk out of school. Don't cooperate with the police. We're going to abolish the police. The police want to kill you. If you call the police, they may kill you. If someone hurts your friend, you go over and straighten it out. That is something that no one is talking about. All right, it continues. This is, again, she is, in fact, elected state senator. Tierra Mac. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, by the way, let me just uh, stay on on schedule here, is brought to you by Joe Perry, J. Perry Paving. J. Perry Paving, they provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 732-1730. 732-1730. J. Perry Paving. And especially if you are a veteran and learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, it's J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 732-1730. All right, it continues. Uh, I'm at the crime scene. Here is State Senator Tierra Mack, the most aggressive, progressive. She's a socialist no matter what's going on. You know, you call, as I said last hour, you call a plumber to your house and instead of trying to fix your drain, instead of doing that, they start saying, lecturing you about, you know, global warming. Or the problem in this community, it's like, hey, listen, fix the drain. All right, it continues. You, you've talked about abolish the police. Do you still feel that way? I think we need to rethink the supports that our communities need in order to survive. We have folks out here who felt like they had no other option besides to fight for uh, whatever it was. They don't have access to quality education. They don't have access to affordable housing. They're being pushed out of neighborhoods that their grandparents and their parents have lived in for generations. I think it's an issue of um, feeling hopeless, and that sometimes comes out in the violence that we see here. But I think it is more violent to tell people that they don't deserve housing, they don't deserve a living wage, and they don't deserve high-paying jobs. Do you hear what you hear? Folks, it's everybody else's fault. This is an elected state representative. It's everybody else's fault. The fact that somebody decided to roll up on and shoot in broad daylight rival gang members. It's everybody else's fault. Does anyone think for a second that has to do with housing? Does anyone think that? And by the way, these people are doing nothing to in. in uh, improve the Providence public schools. They're in the pockets of the teachers unions, <clears throat> which are just steamrolling over the uh, state and administration with their efforts to try to, you know, straighten out the Providence schools. Does anyone think anything? This is an individual that believes 
open up the prisons. Don't incarcerate anybody. Don't talk to the police. They are encouraging and enabling lawlessness is what's going on. What would she have done if she was at the playground and they show up with guns? Would she start to say, you know, I understand this is about housing. Or I think this is because you didn't pay attention when you were in sophomore in school. Or this is because of you have asthma. Or this is because it's all excuses. People, they decided to roll over and fire. They decided to do that. And she wants to blame everyone other than the adults involved with this this whole thing. Everyone's just following the law. Not everyone's a criminal. There are poor people that don't resort to that. Do you just accept the fact that there's sometimes amongst us, everywhere in the world, there are criminals? No, I I don't think people are inherently bad. And I think that is a very uh, scary. You know, I also just want to. The fact is, she, she actually is not listening to what I'm saying because most people do follow the law. Most people do follow the law. But then when you have the people that are incapable of following the law, they have to be separated and removed from the rest of society. That's what our system is. Most people do follow the law. And and, in all these different poor areas, most of the people follow the law. Don't break the law. So her excuses don't hold up. Her excuses do not hold up. And no, I'm not saying people are inherently good, which is when we have people who are not, we need to remove them from society. All right. This is, again, State Senator Tierra Mack. This is at the shooting. She lives on the street, broad daylight, shooting at a playground. And she still wants to abolish the police. Every way to live the world, thinking that there are inherently criminals around us. I believe in the good of all people. And if we can invest more resources into the people around us and build communities that are safe and fruitful for everyone, then we can have um, a much safer society for everyone. Right. That's more theory. I mean, how do you think the people here or the people in Carolina, Carolina, how do you think they would feel if you said, let's get... Folks, the the point I want to make here is... All due respect to this elected state senator, but like th- that is 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 just useless right now, right? Like they don't deal in reality. They don't deal with the here and now. Like I said, you call someone, you call a plumber, and you're having a problem with the drain, and they start telling you, "Well, let me tell you what's going on in Antarctica and global warming and the fact that this is climate." And what's happening? All you're saying is, listen, I, I just want my drain unclogged, right? Like the old thing of you ask someone what time it is, and they start telling you how to build a watch. Do, I, do you hear anything that is going to solve? If you live on that street, you're like, listen, this is actually in some ways simple. I want to be able to walk around my neighborhood without getting shot. So whatever you have to do to make that happen, make it happen. Well, you've got to understand this is about fundamentally systematic racism, blah, 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 blah. And nothing she's saying fundamentally is going to change the situation you're dealing with right now. Nothing. Useless. You know, and as I've talked about, see, this is she, by the way, the Rhode Island Republican Party should make this individual the face of the Democrat Party. I am appealing to Sue Sienke, the chairwoman of the Rhode Island Republican Party. Make this individual the star she wants to be. 
And then, see, I view this as an opportunity for the Republican Party to say, listen, if you're a Democrat, let, let's examine who their leaders are. Because they're very loud. And there's a lot of them. And they believe, in even in the face of a violent shooting, they don't actually address the problem. It's all theory. Now, again, I, she is 100% in her convictions, the Senator Tierra Mack. My criticism of her has nothing to do with race. That she happens to be a woman of color. Zero. My criticism of her has nothing to do with she promotes herself as a queer individual. Zero to do with that. It has to do with we have fundamental different approaches to policing. To me, police bring the peace. We see law enforcement. It's not that tough, folks. Right? It is not that difficult when you think about it. You want to. If people are speeding on a certain road, put a police car there. What happens? They never have to get out of the car. People reduce their speed. Police are deterrent to crime. They are. It's a fact. But not in her world. Nope. No, they, that, that's, too, that's too like low level. No, we want to go after the systematic racism that happens to exist in society. All right, it continues. Rid of the, um, let's get rid of the police and bring in the social workers. Well, I, I haven't asked that question yet, so. Okay. Now you're very firm in you. Now, I wanted to just bring that out. I mean, I, I want to meet some of these social workers that are going to report. Let's just say Thursday night, right? You have two rival gangs. Everybody's armed. Full battle shootout. In her world, you send in social workers to talk to them. Do you think for one second they would hesitate, boom, to clip whoever's in their way? Zero. None. How about on Saturday? If she was at the playground and got in the middle, what do you, what, what does she think she's going to, th- these are violent encounters. Send in the social workers. I just want to see and meet the social workers. They're going to walk into the middle of a gang battle with guns. And see how they're going to handle the situation. You know why the gang members stopped shooting and fled? Because the police were on their way. They heard the sirens. Deterrent. It continues. Belief. You just feel right now, with all the shootings that are going on, that you still feel abolish and defund the police. Those are your convictions. I think we need to invest in communities. And I think that's the most pressing issue right now. But let me ask you know, that, that is just such a non-answer. Invest in communities. How much more money are we supposed to spend? You know, where this is also leading is, and again, folks, good afternoon. By the way, when I mention plumbing, if you need a plumber, heating or cooling, call RE Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and their website is recooganheating.com. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable Plumbing, heating, and cooling, residential services. Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 732-6562, 401-732-6562, R.E. Coogan and Heating. That is, we need to, think what a non-answer that is. How would you feel? And folks, good afternoon at 1237. It's John DePetro. How would you feel if you lived right where some of the shooting was taking place and you call the police and a social worker or this elected state senator shows up and when you're saying what's going to be done 
about the shooting and they start lecturing you about we need to invest in the community. Well, it's because of the systemic white white racism and white privilege that exists. I, I, I just want it to end. I want to be able to be out in my front yard. It's safety. It's basic safety. All right, it continues with Senator Mack. As an elected representative, when you preach to children, defund and abolish the police, and then hold up, then when there's a crime and they don't cooperate, don't you feel some responsibility that you have led to the criminal activity because people aren't cooperating with police? You know, I want to play her answer. And folks, I, I, I don't understand why. Maybe I do. Why members of the media, maybe because members of the media are posing with things that say girl power as they're at a press briefing with an elected officials on the amount of gang shooting violence and how they have time to pose girl power. Holy cow. Time and place. Time and place. But anyhow, um, when, when you, one of the major problems... In a place like the city of Providence, in Chicago, in other places, but let's just talk about anywhere, is lack of cooperation within the community. And what I mean by this, and this doesn't get enough attention or play, and this is sad, but you know many times you have family members, right? Like your brother is shot and killed. You know who did it, and they won't cooperate with police. And what I'm trying to say is, you know, a lot of the crimes could be solved, prevented, investigated, but you have elected officials telling young children, don't talk to the police. Don't. You, nope, don't talk to the police. We know you know who has the gun, who committed a crime, who did, and all kinds of things, right? Rape, sexual assault, break-in, people like that, don't, don't talk to the police. And they protest this and they preach this. We solve our own. We protect our own. I mean, it is they are endangering lives is what they're doing. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Now, you hear a lot of these interviews. If you are not on social media, they are on the website, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by Gilmore Furniture, 1590 Post Road in Warwick. Gilmore Furniture. Stop it and see Steve right off Route 37. Everyday low prices. Call them at 737-0100. Beautiful. Whether maybe a new mattress or a dinette set or a a new sofa or a nice recliner. Gilmore Furniture, Post Road in Warwick. This is, um, again, the interview. I want to hear her answer. They, They never take accountability. They don't take accountability. And the criminals that are involved, uh, they never point the finger at them. It's everybody else's fault. They want reparations, steal from the rich. They want full socialism, which has failed. But that's what they want. So everything is your fault, by the way. In their mind, everything's your fault. It's not their fault. And it's certainly not the criminal's fault. To me, you need aggressive policing. You let the police be the police. Aggressive policing. You know who the criminals are. Go in, stop this BS, but they can't because they're under attack. That's what's going on. All right, let's hear her non-answer on this one. I don't believe that is a cause and effect that has happened. You don't think that when you say abolish, defund the police, that doesn't have an effect on children? No, I do not. I don't. Nope. So you know, you know you that is, you- it's absolutely has an effect. They just don't want to take ownership of it. They don't want to take ownership of it. They, they don't want. 
you know, the whole thing of you can't handle the truth. They don't really want to know. They are just stuck in this fantasy land of, of where this goes. But they, they don't want to take any of the blame, right? It's fashionable to march around and blank the police. What do they think is going to happen, right? If I was growing up and people were telling me, oh, no, no, don't talk to them, don't, then you don't talk to them. Now, when they're doing this at schools and recruiting and telling, no, what do you think they're going to do? They're part of the root cause. They never take responsibility for any of this. None. All those people marching against the police, abolish the police, defund the police, blank the they go right up this so brazen. And then when somebody feels wronged and they feel they need to straighten it out, this crowd, oh, no, no, we don't think it absolutely has an effect. Why would that not have an effect? Why did they ban cigarette advertising for teenagers, for young kids? Why? Because it worked. Kids would smoke. Why did they not allow, you know, alcohol companies to market to young, impressionable minds? Because it works. It absolutely works. Well, why wouldn't this work? No, I don't think that has an effect. Okay. I know. My community is hurting. That's a conversation I'm more than happy to have with you at a later time. It's much broader than something. You know what, folks? I'm going to um, I'm going to just take a, a quick. Uh, I don't want to say victory lap or maybe bow a little bit, but um, you know what is, and I don't say this with any type of, you know, that I'm enjoying it, but you know what is so, what's a good word, pathetic, is why, why am I the only member of the media that is even asking these people these types of questions? You know, I heard, oh, you can't even imagine the afterwards, like some of the email I get or comments on social media. How See, here's the thing. I, I, if they come at me with the racists, I mean, gee, I've never been. I, listen, I accept because I'm white, I'm a racist anyway. Never mind, I'm a white male. So that means there was a time that I might have been offended at that, by that. Wow, a racist. Now, apparently we're all racists. Open the borders, have a sanctuary city, don't allow the police <clears throat> to track gang members or illegals, and then they're surprised there's an uptick in crime. Huh. But what, why, why am I? Oh, my God. How dare you? No one else has uh, talked to her that way? That, that's also part of the problem. By the way, I understand why. Is because as I've been, they're afraid of them. You can't be um, <clears throat> for different reasons. And I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say that I want to go head to head. But if if you won't admit, but there's a pattern here. You know, you have the Biden people that won't call it a crisis at the border. Mayor Lorza, I was at the uh, Providence Public Safety Complex on Friday. And he won't take any ownership. All they keep talking about is we need to get guns off the street. And let's be very honest, folks, with each other at 1245 on this Monday. You're not going to get guns off the street. You're not, these are criminals that have the guns. The guns are not the problem. The problem is the level of policing that they're allowing, which is... They're not allowing the police to truly be effective in protecting the community at large. They're not. People like this Senator Mack, who, by the way, at least I give her credit. She will stand there. She was answering the questions. 
But she, they're not going to solve anything, right? Because they just want to deal in theory. Like, this is real. This is real. This is happening in real time. There are, you need aggressive policing. You need to take the criminals. How many people that are listening or watching right now? This happens a lot of times. Sometimes they can be one problem family in a neighborhood. One. And when they're removed, a lot of the problems go away. I had that growing up. I lived on a nice street in Edgewood. And then suddenly there was a family that moved in. It was like one problem, one problem after another. And what do you think happened once they moved away? The problems went away. If they would take the criminals off the street, a lot of the problems go with them. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Bethel Softwash. Jared is so terrific. Free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. 617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. It's biodegradable. It's plant-safe. Bethel Certified Softwash. The website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Bethel Certified Softwash. Again, get rid of the grime the uh, grass stains, the algae that grows, Bethel Certified Softwash. Contact Jared today. Free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. Find them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. And then also their website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. You know, this is, um, next hour I'm also going to talk about the anti-Semitic march that happened on Saturday night that I stumbled into. Stumbled into. These are progressives. These are the uh, AOC Alexandria Cortez. These are a lot of the same people that that you'd see at a lot of these Black Lives Matter protests. And now they link Israel, who's our ally, with Trump. Boy, you have to respect Israel. Israel does not blank around. Israel told the Palestinians Hamas, we know you're in that building. We're telling you right now to get out of that building because we're going to take down that building. What do you think they did? Boom. One thing I will say about the Middle East, as someone, I spent two weeks in Israel. The only thing that people understand is force. I didn't invent that. The only thing they understand is force. If you try to negotiate, they take it as a weakness. If you try to incorporate peace, they take it as a weakness. The only thing they understand is force. I flew there on El Al airline, safest airline in the world. Very clear. They do not negotiate with terrorists. First time I ever traveled on a plane, armed, long guns, automatic rifles, the security. Was there any problem getting on the plane? No. Was there any problem on the plane? No. They will not negotiate with terrorists. They take a hard line approach. Israel built walls and it worked. They are under fire. How do you, uh, Israel's a beautiful, beautiful country. Fantastic, beautiful. Uh, It also, you know, it's obviously, you know, Jerusalem. And it's just an incredible area to be and the Holy Land. But how do you negotiate with Hamas and Palestinians that say our mission is to kill every single one of you and drive you into the sea? That's our mission. And when never going to stop. How do you have peace with people like that? With Gaza, you want to fire rockets in Israel? (laughs) 
you, you, you're messing with the wrong. They know how to enforce. They know how to deal with that. And Israel will pound higher, harder. Now, and Hamas thought they were cute. They thought we're going to set up a media building. Except Israel, they don't care. We told you to get out of that building, right? Get out of the building. But what's amazing is Saturday night, a lot of the same Black Lives Matter Antifa protesters suddenly now come under the wing of free Palestine, anti-Israel, you know, war on the Jews. What is frightening, and no one sees the fact that they had a press conference, it was a huge story, because some moron put stickers in the East Bay, Bristol, for whatever reason, about the KKK and white power. Oh, my God. Major police investigation, white supremacy. We must stomp this out. This is Trump-related everything. I was in Providence on Saturday night. There's 500 people screaming, death to the Jews. Screw the Jews. Free Palestine. Baba. Holy. Where's... Nothing, no coverage, no press conference the next day. No one says, wait a minute. One moron with a crew cut from West Warwick put up some white power stickers in Bristol. And Rhode Island's under attack by the Klan, Trump people. These are the insurrection. Ah. You have people, they're marching around in Hamas garb around College Hill at the RISD beach area. And everyone's like, they're not even blinking an eye. I was mortified. I and I just I don't understand how it's allowed. Why is that allowed? It should be denounced. See, but a big part of now is this is more of the war against Trump because Trump was Israel loved President Trump. They still do. Israel is a democracy. Israel is our ally. Israel, they know what works. They know again. They try to coexist with an enemy that openly says our mission is to try to kill every one of you and drive you into the sea. That's a fact. No one talks about all these people. I mean, it looks like sleeper cells, some of them. But no one talks about Hamas. And what type of individuals would convince young people? To strap on a suicide vest and detonate themselves on a bus or in a grocery store. Who, who does that? Is that a peaceful society? Oh, well, you know, what is their chant? Something about people show resistance. I, 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 I forget exactly what it is. Let me find it. I want to find it because it's, it's, um, uh, hold on. Something about people resistance. Uh, they were chanting it. Which basically means, like, what do you expect us to do? If you have people under these conditions, they're going to... Resistance is justified when people are occupied. There it is. That's it. In other words, resistance is justified when people are occupied. It's okay for Hamas to strap on suicide vests and kill innocent people 
because they're unhappy with their living situation with the people of Israel. Resistance is justified. Resistance is justified when people are occupied. We're so unhappy with our situation that it's absolutely understandable that we're going to fire and kill or try to innocent people in Israel. To think, I I mean, I've just never seen such anti-Semitic open. And these are far left progressive. Part of the march was the socialists. Part of the march with the Providence Student Union that was over encouraging the kids to walk out of school. This business, Free Palestine, is anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic. Free, free Palestine in Providence, Rhode Island marching, encouraging death to the Jews of Israel. And this was marching progressives, socialists, Antifa, Black Lives Matter marching. Free, free Palestine. And no one bats an eye to it. Resistance is justified when people are occupied, meaning they have every right to kill as many Jewish people as they'd like to. Because it's wrong the way the Israelis treat the Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank. They are aligned with Hamas. Folks, this is the ultimate, the ends justify the means. When you have that type of mindset and mentality then that's how they, it permeate, it, it enables violence is what it does. And there's a lot of them. Remember, there were people, <clears throat> Dearborn, Michigan at a Hugh March, on September 11th, there were people in this country celebrating. Some of the people at this March, Saturday night in Providence, were celebrating on 9-11. I remember in the aftermath, before they all had their talking points down, Many of them were saying, this is great. The chickens came home to roost. There are people, they're unlike us. They hate the United States of America. They hate the flag. I see them. They hate, that's why we're going to burn. It's about time. I mean, they're so angry. What this country has done, everything is negative. Burn it down. This is going to be a very explosive, violent summer. You need to support the police. You need to support law enforcement. This is out absolutely disgraceful what is happening. And there's going to be more marches. And I get it that it's some kids from RISD and Brown, but they weren't alone. And I recognize a lot of them. They are local activists. There were some elected leaders there. Sam Bell, a state senator, spoke at the rally supporting and justifying violence in the name of Hamas. Folks, we are going to get, do you see the warning signs? Open borders. The United States is to blame. Doesn't this sound familiar? Sounds like the events that led up to 9-11. Defund the police. The government is wrong. America is a terror nation. All under one umbrella. This is really despicable what is happening right now. Folks, I want to remind you about Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair today at 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, right now, on this Monday, and it is 
the date is, it's hard to believe, but it's Monday, May 17th. And maybe you have an appliance that suddenly stopped working over the weekend. Get it fixed with Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Call Ryan. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's a washer or a dryer, or a microwave, or a dishwasher, or a refrigerator, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available, and Saturday appointments are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. If your appliance is, is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Now, folks, a lot more to get to next hour. I'm going to play some of the sound. Our Washington delegation was at a briefing this morning. They don't offer any solutions. Cicilline, he's, you know, his brother's in court defending the gang members, which are, they're entitled to a defense. I understand that. But this is about handcuffing the police. Handcuffing the police, not allowing law enforcement, this defund the police, abolish the police. Is there anyone that thinks that Congressman Langevin and Cicilline have any answers, any answers to this? This is a time to support law enforcement. The way to clean this, these problems up are you have to let the police be the police. You can't allow, you got to decide whether or not criminals are going to control the streets. Otherwise, Regular citizens are going to arm themselves. Have to. And and this business of every time they say defund abolish police, they are encouraging violence. All right. It's John DePeach, 1259. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Get an update, a news update. We have another hour to go. I have more sound to play, more to bring you up to speed on uh, this gang war that's going on in Providence. Folks, stay tuned. A lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Right now, though, stay tuned for the 1 o'clock news.